From the Ron Miller Race Car Studio, this is the Hammer Down Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller. Welcome, race fans, to the Hammer Down Racing Report for the last Thursday in January. Scott, that's not possible. It is possible. Racing season's right around the corner. It really is. It, depending on what series you're in, it's already started. Yeah. Why is my son watching? He never watches this show. That's because he loves you. I guess. All right. Uh, so uh, welcome to the uh, show number 117 coming at you live from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio. If you're watching us on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter slash Periscope, uh, in the studio with us tonight, we have the Larry King Seeds. Hello. How you doing? Oh, there we go. We'll turn your mic on now. Oh, it's good now. Okay. We have uh, father and son race. T- are you guys considered a team? Do you, are you guys teammates? I'd say we're King Seed Racing. Okay, that works. <laughs> Sprint car racer primarily. We going with that? Yes, yeah. Late model racer. X retired. X, you retired? No. Oh. No, he's getting back into this show. <laughs> oh, we're gonna have to talk about this. This will be interesting. Um, uh, so we'll be talking about these guys uh, and about uh, how you went the uh, sprint car route instead of following in in dad's footsteps there. Well, but uh, no, 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 we'll get to that. All right. But that's a teaser. We want people to stick around and come back and, and find that out. I just realized it says poop on that uh, window behind you. <laughs> really? There's some strange stuff that goes on in this studio, and we're not here. Uh, make sure to uh, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Hammer Report, and uh, you can always listen to us on demand on your favorite podcasting platform, including iHeartRadio, iTunes, Google, uh, whichever you want. And uh, we want to thank uh, That Big sounds D. really professional, Scott. Well, it must not have been me then. <laughs> no. Wow. Thanks to uh, Big D's Pizza. You've been practicing? For- for uh, giving the uh, the king seeds some yeah uh, yeah check this out folks how's mm-hmm. oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah how was that for a pizza it's like a size of a huge cake mm-hmm. and it's good it's good pizza so I, I, yeah, we appreciate no, that it's beyond good it's great oh, I, fantastic you, you turned off your mic <laughs> I turned it off yeah you hit your button over there you're no good. I didn't you're, well it's, I turned it back on you're good now you don't have your headphones on so you couldn't hear that you you know well shame on me. All right. mm-hmm. Uh, so I was too excited to get in and get to the pizza. I know. I forgot my headphones in the car. Uh, we've been uh, plowing that down, and uh, thanks again to Dean Henry. If you want to win uh, Big D's Pizza, uh, John Young, was it, uh, I believe? Yes. He uh, went out there Sunday and was sending me, sent me a, he invited me to come, and, and I said, I got other plans, and uh, but let me know if, the, if it's any good. And he's like, oh, man, it was awesome. <laughs> Free so, pizza is always good, but this is yes, extra good. Yeah. So coming up a little bit later on tonight, we'll play How Many, and you'll have a chance to win your very own Big D's Pizza out there in Clyde, courtesy of uh, Dean Henry there, who is uh, majorly involved in uh, motorsports and supporting motorsports, including, is he uh support both you guys? Uh, main, mainly just him. Mainly just him? Yeah, he's, well, he's a sprint car guy. Well, he helps me out because I get something to eat on race nights. Oh, well, that... <laughs> That's why you stick with him, right? Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. Um, oh, we have some breaking news uh, as we're coming in tonight. Uh, you can't hear it. I can't hear you, it. Because you don't have your headphones on. It's, headphones on, yeah. it's the breaking news thing. Unfortunately. Put them on, Larry. You're put okay. it on, boy. Yeah, you got to hear the breaking news music. That's Hurry up. It's going to end soon. You hear it? it? Sounds good, doesn't it? Yeah. That's some good stuff. It sounds professional. It does. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, some sad news. That was a hard transition going from that. Uh, John Andretti uh, lost his battle with cancer this afternoon at the age of 56. Uh, his career included wins in kart, 
uh, IMSA uh, GTP or IMSA GTP? Yes. Um, Rolex Sports Car Series and, of course, NASCAR. He was the nephew of Indy 500 winner Mario Andretti. So, and cousin yeah. to Michael. Oh, yeah. I forgot about yeah. him, too. Yeah. So, big John was a good guy. He, he was. Really I actually was. liked him. He used to run uh, Petty's. 43, right. didn't he? Yeah. Yes. He wasn't cocky or arrogant. He was just, just a straight-out nice guy. Did he do the uh, the the Indian Coca-Cola 600? Was he one of those drivers that did that? I don't. I I, Scott, did. I I don't think so, but maybe. Okay. maybe. But maybe. Well, if you're if uh, leave a, if if you know, leave us a comment on uh, Facebook. If you're watching us on YouTube and or Twitter, and you leave a comment there, I'm not going to see it till later. I apologize. I can only monitor one thing. I got too many things going on at once. Um, before we get to uh, the King Seeds and so <laughs> the Larrys, which yeah. do you prefer? How should we address? How do people address you guys? He's this is my brother little. Larry and my other brother Larry. We, call, we always called him Little Larry because he's Larry. up until like last year he was really short and small and five foot three. He tried to play basketball, but he was a little small. He could dribble. <laughs> <laughs> he was a good uh, bench warmer. So we'll be talking about them here or talking to those guys here in just a second. Uh, make sure to give Ron Miller Race Cars a call. 734-856-7223. Race cars, parts, safety equipment, service, everything a racer needs. Um, Things are really starting to fire up, Scott. Racers are getting excited. I was wondering if that's why you were late, because I know you were excited about Big oh, D's absolutely. Pizza. Oh, absolutely. Figured you'd be here early. It was a big tease, you know. You sent me that <laughs> text. Oh, man. I don't even take selfies of myself, but I had to take one of me eating the pizza and send that to you and say, hey, Yeah, well. Pizza's here. Um. Yeah, Dave Kemmer says. Uh, yeah, he was the first one to do. I thought so. Okay. Thanks, Dave. I thought Andretti did the uh, the double. What is it called? What do they call that when they run the Indy Five Hundred? In Insanity. That's a lot of racing. It's a lot yeah. of miles. And even in one there. day. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about some racing action uh, from this past uh, weekend here. Not much news to get to either. So uh, we'll be uh, talking to these guys most of the show tonight. Uh, the Drydeen Extreme Dirt Car Series. Uh, had their uh, race at Cochrane Speedway canceled due to rain. Ross Bales set a new track record on Sunday in action at Cherokee Speedway in South Carolina. He led off 40 laps for the win. The last race of that uh, Drydeen, Drydeen Extreme Dirt Car Series is uh, scheduled for Modoc Raceway. Is that how you pronounce that? M-O-D-O-C. Modoc. Modoc, yeah. It's in South Carolina. That's uh, going to be Saturday, February 29th. Did you happen to catch MAV TV? Uh, the modified race from Virginia Speedway, it uh, it was it was tape delayed. It was an older race. I don't but, have MAP TV. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I know you like to rub that in. Yeah. Anyway, Taylor Cook was there. Was he? Um, yeah. Uh, started. Uh, I think he started sixth, maybe fifth. Um, got in a little little jingle early on, and uh, had to go to the tail. And uh, brilliant drive up to third. Um, I don't know if. Uh, if they'll show it again, when was this? When was the, the race actually run? Uh, last fall. Okay. It, was, it was a big deal race. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <clears throat> but nice. uh, from the so tail, from the reruns t- during the off season. Yeah, from the tail up to third, it it was it was fun to watch. Nice. Well, hopefully we see him up uh, this area. Yeah. Again with the the summer nationals, he tends to at least hit Oakshade 
uh, for for that. Although, well, that that last week is not real far from here. The last week of the summer nationals, and uh, that could that could be a and Taylor Cook's based out of uh, North Carolina, isn't right? It? So, but he's got a lot of family up here, so there's always a, a lot of cooks. There's up always here, a shop right? to work from. All right. Uh, the Rolex 24 was this past weekend, and uh, also that had to do with uh, last week's how many how many laps would be completed. And it was more than any of us guessed, but we'll, yeah. we'll cover that a little bit later. Uh, it, Wayne, set a, it set a record. It did set a record, and we talked about the record before because that was the only number I had to go on from before. It was, I don't it, know, was, it was 808 was the old record, I, I think. I think so, something like that. And But we'll, we'll get to that. Blowed that one away. Wayne Taylor Racing's number 10 Cadillac DPI VR dominated the 58th running of the Rolex 24 at Daytona. Uh, took the overall victory there. They led 493 of the race record, 833 laps. Yeah. That's a lot of circuits around. And it's not just around the oval because they got the oh, yeah. road course part uh, that goes through there. And it's like a three-and-a-quarter mile track, I think. Mm-hmm. So three-and-a-quarter miles times 808 is a lot of miles. Yeah, and, and it's not all at 200 miles an hour. There's a lot of chicanes and switchbacks and... Driver changes. All, all that road racy stuff, yeah. Road racy stuff. <laughs> uh, the Grand Annual Sprint Car Classic uh, was going on uh, down under. James McFadden, he nursed a sick engine to uh, victory in the 48th Annual Southwest Conveyancing Grand Annual Sprint Car Classic at War... I should. I don't even know why I attempted this. Warnable? War, is that it? It looks a lot harder than that. Warn, Warnable, Australia? Yeah. Okay. We'll go with that. 88 cars were entered the Australian equivalent to the Knoxville Nationals. So that's a pretty big deal down there. Yeah, they and they they pulled big crowds too in the grandstands, not just not just large car counts. So it's the uh the national title races whether it's sprint cars, late models. They, I think Buddy they, was down there and ran that yeah, too. Yeah. They packed the place. Uh that's pretty much all the action uh, from this past weekend. This weekend there's a little bit of stuff going on it's also a super bowl going on so what yeah this weird thing a lot of people watch for some reason basketball yeah yeah it's because they throw the ball into a bowl oh they, okay they change it from a basket it's it's a bowl ball you're a sick puppy scott <laughs> lucas oil late model dirt series kicks off their season tomorrow night and uh also uh saturday at golden isle speedway in georgia the uh why did I have that there? I don't know. I'm messing up my notes because I was going to talk about the All-Star uh, stuff. Uh, well, we'll talk about that. Yeah, Ollie's uh, bargain outlet All-Star Circuit of Champions will kick off their season at uh, Volusia Speedway Park in uh, Florida uh, with two nights, Wednesday and uh, next Thursday, I do believe, the 5th and 6th. And that starts so, so racing is and that starts almost a month of racing down there. A lot of racing in, in yep. Florida and Daytona, or in the leading up to uh, the Daytona mm-hmm. 500. So and I think the first race at uh, uh, at Daytona is going to be the Arca race, and that's like on that Friday, a week from uh, tomorrow. A week from yes, a week from tomorrow, yeah. Which I'm kind of excited to watch because I got David Gravel running that, and both the girls will be in that, Haley and uh, and Natalie. Ought to be interesting. It it ought to be. Yeah, he got his picture with Haley last year at did Toledo. I did too. Yeah, you were you were in that same line. <laughs> well, no, he he actually uh, just kind of butted in front of all them people in that line. <laughs> 
Yeah, I did. I, I Excuse it. me, I'm a driver. Yeah. Excuse me. Excuse me. I'm sure you recognize me. Racers need to get to the front. So. No, he didn't want to wait. Nice. It was it was a really long line too. I mean, it went down half the front stretch, I think. Yeah. Well, you had to get there early. We were there early. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, who do you what th- did you think of the flyover? That was unbelievable. That, it was. That plane was huge. Uh, yeah. I, and, and it just, it lumbered across. And it was like going slow. Oh, my gosh. That was probably one of the coolest things that, I've seen. You know, I, I've seen a lot of flyovers at racetracks, and that, that may be the best one. Yep. There it goes. <laughs> Somebody cutting donuts out in the parking lot. Somebody forgot to turn their phone down. Um, oh, I that thought was my crew chief actually. Really? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I know. And, and she doesn't. She's not listening. I guess not. Ooh, that's sad, Scott. Speaking of ARCA, uh, mm-hmm. they announced some uh, changes to its point structure to uh, bring it in line with NASCAR. Now that it is owned no, by NASCAR, of, and yeah. they've kind of combined the K and N East and West series into that, uh, putting that under the ARCA umbrella. Uh, winners will now be awarded forty-three points plus three bonus points for a win. I didn't get that. 42 for second, 41 for for uh, third, and uh, one point deduction back through the remainder of the field. There's other bonus point opportunities in there as well. Now, is this going to be a traditional point structure, or are they going to do a, a chase format too? I don't know. Don't know? We'll have to get Charlie You're not back saying. in here. I, I don't. I, I, I kinda, it's like one of those. I, there's another podcast I listen to quite a bit, and it's... Right. When when something kind of drones on for a while, like probably I do, uh, I, I get dreamweavered, is what they call it. Yeah, I just kind of zone out. It's like eh, it's just whatever. This points okay. So I didn't I didn't read any. <laughs> we'll have to get Charlie on to to answer that. Uh, some more sad news: John Ray, one of Talladega Super Speedway's treasured family members, who's a diesel big rig sported a giant American flag. Have you seen that? You know, I have. Mm-hmm. Things huge. Uh, he. Um, uh, they used to do that during the national anthem. Uh, he has passed away. The former NASCAR driver, and I didn't realize he was a former NASCAR driver. He was 82 years old. He was not uh, just a trucker. He was, of course, as I just said, a race car driver. He actually drove in the NASCAR Cup Series from 74 to 76. Uh, competed in eight races, four at Talladega and four at Daytona, uh, where an accident ended his uh, driving career. A lot of those truck drivers also have to do double duty as cooks for the crew during the race weekends. I did not know. Oh that. yeah. How do you know this? <clears throat> Scott, who are you talking to? Come on, man. <laughs> the professor, Ron Miller. <laughs> All right. Uh the NASCAR Hall of Fame induction ceremony is tomorrow night. That's gonna be on NBC S N at eight PM. Uh, 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 uh oh. Uh we mentioned Lucas Oil, uh late model series kicks off uh, their season tomorrow night. They also have announced some uh, broadcasting deals with MAV uh, TV, Motorsports Network, NBCSN, CBS Sports Network, CBS. Uh, they're all going to show uh, Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series on network television this year, including five live races on MAV TV. Uh, dirt on Dirt will also be streaming a lot of the races, including, I believe, this weekend's wow. action. So, wonder if any of the Florida races will be live. Uh, Probably not. Trying to remember, I was looking at the list and I don't remember. I'd have to look. Check out the Lucas Oil uh, Late Model Series website, I guess, for more information on that. Um, um oh, this on. one last story here. The other was well, I for some reason I doubled up, so I actually looks like I have more news than there was actually because there's they repeated some things. The All Stars. We already talked about that. They're kicking off their season on Wednesday. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Uh, 
Cool story I, I saw today. This actually was a couple of days ago, but uh, Sharon Speedway. Have you ever been there? No. Hartford, Ohio. How about you guys? No. I've been there a long time ago. Is it yeah. a nice place? I've never been there. Well, when I was there, I think it was bigger than it is now. I think they've made it smaller. I think it's a three-eighths mile now. And those are the probably 90s last time okay. I was there. Well, they announced uh, this uh, new deal called a uh, infield fan zone, and it's going to be starting uh, when the track hosts the All-Star Circuit of Champions on May 2nd. Now, uh, fans will have a unique opportunity to experience racing from a grassy infield viewing area at no additional charge. Really? The fan zone will have a concession stand and restrooms. There will be certain times during the night when fans can cross the track between the grandstands and the infield. I thought it was a kind of cool idea. It Something is. different. Mm-hmm. Scott, I'm here to tell you the, the view from the infield is totally it's different. different. I, I mean, it, it looks like the cars are going twice as fast as they they are when you're looking from the outside of the track. Yeah, when I used to wreck or something happened on the car, I'd go to the infield and I'd look out there and I'd see them guys coming by and I said, man, I was out there going that fast. <laughs> no, they they just turned up the wick after I pulled <laughs> off. I'm telling you, it, it, it is really faster looking it really when you're does. in the infield. Absolutely. So it looks like they're, they're putting a wall kind of, it's uh, more towards turns three and four in that kind of half of the infield uh-huh. where it's going to be grassed and uh, they got a, a concrete retaining wall. And it's uh, a three-eighths yeah, mile track, so would it yeah. be same size as most of the tracks in our area? It's it's, a, it's probably two thirds of the infield is going to be kind of from what it looked uh-huh. like in the little map I saw. But it was a cool idea. I mean, the tracks are trying to find ways to get uh, fans to you know new fans there and, and maintain the ones that they have. And I thought this was kind of a cool deal. And it's not how how do the how are the fans going to get in there? Well, it said that they have there's certain times during the night when fans can cross the track between the grandstands and infields. So I guess maybe okay. I was just wondering yeah. if there was a lottery or if oh, they how do just, they get? Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't know if. They, yeah, that's a good question. You hit, the, you hit the lottery, you'd be in the pit side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't know if there's like a maximum maximum occupancy rule with that. Well, I would or not. think. You're going to have but, people standing on top of each other. Well, it is a big it's a big area, but it's not going to be like uh, if you're in the middle of that fan zone. You're probably not going right. to see much because there's going to be a sea of people between you and the track. So you're probably going to be wanting to be around the edge of that. So I'm guessing that when most of those spots have filled up, that people will probably go back to the grandstands. But it gives uh, mm-hmm. it gives the track more more seating capacity, I guess you could say. It, more uh, more fan capacity, standing room only. Right, yeah. <laughs> so, no, I saw that and I, I thought that was That's pretty a cool. cool. Idea. Yeah, something different. Uh, and, uh, I mean, it probably is going to cost that the track to do it a little bit more because you have the additional expense of, uh, well, worrying about people crossing the track, number one, but then you have uh, you know, restroom facility, bless you, uh, <sighs> restroom facility uh, and, and a concession stand to man in the infield. But then again, they could make some money on the concessions there, too. A couple extra porta-potties, no big deal. There you go. So that, that's uh, that's it for uh, the news that I have for this week. Like I said, pretty uh, pretty slow uh, week. Sure don't like watching from the infield, but it's a different perspective. That's yep. where Roddy says that. No, yeah, no. Yeah. You don't like watching if you're a race car driver no, and you no. are in the race. It, yeah. It's a bad thing. Yeah. <laughs> Usually something's yeah, bad at least at the tracks. At least at the tracks that we frequent, watching from the infield is usually bad. Now, so uh, welcoming uh, into the studio with us tonight here in the Ron Miller Race Car Studio. Yeah. Live in Ron Miller's uh, race shop. We're upstairs. <laughs> He's got a... I thought it was the back. I thought it was the back room of the shop. Yeah, it's, a lot of people think that. Or actually, there is a pretty nice office upstairs that's used for storage. But 
When we get yeah. kicked out of here, maybe we'll That's have it. We could do it. Then we'll be in the Ron Miller Race Cars Annex. shop studios. Yeah. <laughs> Selling your car to Carvana is as easy as... As easy as pie? Sure. All you have to do is enter your license plate or VIN. As easy as a stroll in the park. Okay. Then just answer a few questions and you'll get a real offer in seconds. As easy as singing. Why not? Schedule a pickup or drop-off and Carvana will pay you that amount right on the spot. As easy as playing guitar. Actually, I find that kind of difficult. But selling your car to Carvana is as easy as... Can be. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to get an instant offer today. Um, anyways, uh, joining us tonight... <laughs> Uh, thanks to Dean Henry, actually, for uh, hooking us up on this. Yeah, and thanks, Dean he, Henry. He didn't even need to bring the pizza. I was That was more of a, I don't know, a ploy to get free pizza from, from Dean to say, yeah, if you uh, get someone to bring us pizza, they can come on the show. But actually, I, I kind of was interested in talking to you guys because you guys are, are kind of an interesting story. You've been driving late models for, how long have you been driving late? It's been years. 93, 94. And then, and then, then your son, Junior, here. Mm-hmm. Is uh, I guess he ran a couple times in in the late model, and then now he's doing uh, the sprint car thing. So how does how does that happen? I mean, is this is his well, choice, or did you kind of push him that? How did how did how what's the dynamics here? Because there's sprint car people and late model people, and you guys are both. Well, we kind of live in sprint car world over there <laughs> in Ohio. There, we're close to Attica and Fremont, and uh, I had a late model, and he wanted to race, and we were doing the go karting, and. We put a seat, and we he helped me build a motor. We built a steel motor. We we're going to run that Fremont steel block right that, class over there, and we got it done about halfway through the season. And we ran one race at Fremont, <laughs> yep. and then we ran uh, Oakshade, the topless race. He raced up there in it. Well, during all that time we were building and working on that car, we uh, another deal came up with this with the sprint car. A guy had a sprint car for sale, kind of like a buyout, buy everything, motor, car, spare parts. And it was a good deal, so I bought it. I didn't know anything about it until he <laughs> brought me over, though. About the sprint car? Yep. So, so was that something that you were more interested in, or were you happy running the late model? I was happy running the late model, but like I didn't know anything about sprint car racing until I got well, him on. Well, the late model was uh, it was hard to get help in him. I mean, I had, had a lot of help through all my days of racing, and guys would come and get married and girlfriends and get bored and you know you know how it goes i know how that goes so sure. it, was, it was to the point i was over there working me and him just no help nobody really, really interested in the late model because we were in sprint car land where everybody around me like four or five of my buddies you know get this sprint car we'll help you i said okay so now we have help well why didn't you guys tell me that years ago <laughs> yeah we, we'd have had a couple of sprint cars yeah. right they actually around they're really easy to work on are I mean, they i mean that late model would take you you know, you know what it takes oh, to build a late model. I ain't going to tell you. That sprint car, we wrecked one on a Wednesday. Thursday, we put a whole brand new car together and raced it on Friday. Wow. wow. I mean, it was 4th of July. That wasn't the way I wanted to spend my 4th of July day, but we got it done. So you got the sprint car with the intention of, of having Larry Kingsey Jr. run it, correct? Or, or were the, was there plans for you to run it? No. No, just for this for him. Okay. And uh, football in the uh, way. What was your what was your reaction when when you found out he got the car? Um, I thought he was joking with me at first, <laughs> and then he kept on telling me he was going to Atomic, so like kept on laughing at him, and then he told me he was leaving for Atomic that day. I was like, No, you're not. That's when I raced it. Yeah, I raced I the sprint car this so year. So did you? Okay. Yes. He had a football game and he couldn't make it, and 
and I wanted to see what the car, you know, what, what adjustments we were doing, what, you know, what the feedback from the car driver, well, I figured the car was really tight. So, but I didn't like racing racing the sprint car. Why not? This is a 305, right? Yeah, but it's like trying to crawl up underneath that desk and sit there for an hour. I mean, it was really <laughs> uncomfortable for me. Okay. It wasn't like the late mile where you laid back in the seat and had your beer cup holder here. And, <laughs> you know, you were waving at everybody. No, he was up in there, and it was a definitely a different experience. Okay. Uh, well, let's talk uh, about your, your racing career first, uh, and then we're going to come back to, to you and, and learn more about what uh, you've done and what, what you have planned to do. Mm-hmm. Um, the first thing I had mentioned, actually, and the first thing I always think of when, when I hear Larry Kingseed Jr., or Larry Kingseed, excuse me, was a big accident that uh, I saw shortly after I started announcing at, at Oakshade Raceway. We were talking about this a, a little bit earlier. You mm-hmm. Starting on the pole of the late model feature event, we, we're guessing early 2000s this, this was. Yep. Walk us through what happened there. Well, I coming off of four there, and I get the green flag. And I see the flagman waving, and I see, you know how it is when you're in the front, Ron. You just see, you don't see no other cars. Yeah. I, I got, I'm going into turn one. I'm going to lead this thing through turn one and two. I'm going to at least lead one. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, and nobody, was, well, next thing I know, I'm looking at the at the sky. I don't know if I drifted up on the guy or he'd come down on me. He, he got in my right rear, which turned the front of the car right straight to the, the wall, and it climbed straight up the wall right after the flagman. And I think I barrel rolled down the wall multiple times. It was a pretty spectacular crash. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you couldn't see it from the outside, but uh, yeah. when it ended up, you couldn't tell if the car ended up upside down or right side. It was just a pile of, of sheet metal. Well, one lesson I learned off of that, I taught him, was always take your steering wheel off before you do anything else. Why is that? Well, I was upside down in that car that day <laughs> or that night, whatever you want to say it was, and I undid my seat belts first thing. I want to get out of this thing. I don't like it no more. I'm upside down. <laughs> well, when I took the seat belts off, I laid right up against the steering wheel on my weight. Mr. Well, Gravity jumped in and helped. And I tried to pull that steering wheel off, and I couldn't pull my, you know. So luckily, a track worker, I don't know who it was. I mean, there's fuel running all over the place. I mean, it's just, I'm well, in that's a, a scary puddle of fuel. Yeah. He got up under there with his fist and backhanded that steering wheel to pop it off. And I got out of that thing, but that's always a lesson little, I always learned. A little learn. scary uh, incident for you? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't like the feeling of, of <laughs> not being able to get the steering wheel off. I felt like I was tra- I was trapped in there. Gotcha. Yeah. So now I steering wheel always comes off and out the window, and then the belts. All right. So uh, have you run? You guys both run uh, number twenty one. Where? Did, what's the uh, the origins of that number? I think it was a football number, maybe from when I played football. <laughs> The football number was 53. Well, that was one of them. I played multiple grades of football. 27-2. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I like the 21. I like the 20. And you didn't have a problem with the, the 21? No, I had number one in kid carts when I was oh. growing up. Then we changed 21 like a year later because my sister was 21. Hmm. Okay. So you're okay with uh, continuing to run 21? Oh, yeah. It's got a, It's got a good name behind it, right? So when you when you had the crate car, did you guys ever have the opportunity of racing together? No, nope, no. That's no, I, it was, it's different. It was uh, I was racing and he was go kart racing, and the my racing was almost interfering with his go kart racing. 
So one year I decided, well, we're just going to go go-kart racing now and concentrate all my time and effort on him. And uh, well, then that following year we went in the late model. But he he was really spectacular in the in the go kart. Yeah, yeah. He, he was he was he impressed me. I mean, it was one of them deals where you go you start racing, and you don't know if you're ever going to beat any of these guys. And then the next thing you know, he's beating. He he's winning everywhere we go. And I it wasn't nothing. I don't think I was doing. I think he was just just smooth and. What age was that uh, he started winning in the go karts? Eight. eight. Well, you started when you were four, I think. I yeah, heard, right. I, I won when I was four, five, and six. Moved up a class, and like two years, I was like going like second, third, fourth, and then that one year I just popped off and won, won like thirty features that one year. Yeah, you won a lot of races. <laughs> yeah. I think he's got like twenty some feature wins at Little Eldora. Got a lot of trophies. Twenty two. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I know. I count them all. Twenty one actually. I think yeah. I'm not sure. Well, Little Eldora races on Sunday afternoon, so it's dry, slick. It's all throttle and, you know, don't overdrive the corner and be smooth. And Did you ever race against, uh, what was his name? Uh, <laughs> Oliver. Oliver Osborne. No, he's... Um, he's, a, he's a younger than you. Yeah, we, yeah. we would, we would it, put next to him and wait, talk okay. to him. We were friends, really good friends with him. He's a pretty cool yeah. kid, isn't he? We met a lot of friends through go-kart racing. A lot of good people. The go-kart racing is pretty huge. It is. And that's a kind of an all-over thing. That's... Uh, there's, there's tracks everywhere. Oh, yeah. And we've raced, what, Mississippi, North Carolina? Florida. Florida. Wow. Kentucky. So what do you guys uh, What do you guys do during the off-season to uh, keep busy? Indoor We're, go-karts. Yeah, yeah well, we do a lot of indoor go-karts, but okay, seems like a lot of work now we got a sprint car. Cause no, sprint car's not a lot of work, but it's a lot of money. Did you uh, Did you run the uh, Rumble this year? Uh, no, I went to it, though. Like. Okay. You've run it, it before, though, haven't you? Yeah, I've won two aces there. Yeah. The one night on Friday night. How long ago was that? 2017. December. So it was a couple of years ago. Yeah. yeah. It was like three years ago. It was December 2017. How cool is that, uh, running indoors there in Fort Wayne? It was, it was sketchy. It was cool, sketchy. though. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah, the place makes me nervous. Does it? Why is that? Oh, they're going so fast, and they got a concrete wall around there. and I've seen some pretty nasty wrecks over there. So. I, hit, I hit a couple of them tractor tires, and flipped a couple of times over there i don't recommend that no. i don't either <laughs> recommend against that uh so back to you uh senior larry king seed senior what uh what uh is there any one race that kind of sticks out is the most memorable race in your career i know you've probably had lots of mm. races i got one for him <laughs> go for it yeah go ahead then his um last um year for the championship for the sixth championship Started dead last, came up to win the race, did donuts in the front stretch to win the championship and got DQ'd. That ain't too memorable. <laughs> for me, it That's is. memorable. <laughs> that was a go-kart? No, that was him. Late month? That was well, late month. Yeah. Sixth championship. Yeah. You got DQ'd. Just DQ'd for doing donuts? And donuts on the horse track, yeah. I do think I remember hearing something about that now. Everybody always wanted me to put a sticker on a car that said free donuts. <laughs> <laughs> You have any grudges uh, about that? Yeah, well, like, I mean, I really didn't like the, what the outcome was. I mean, at the time I was doing it, it was pretty cool. But. <laughs> any regrets then? Yeah, I wouldn't do it again. Okay. <laughs> Lesson learned. <laughs> well, that kind of sucks. Yeah. But yeah, I guess. Yeah. It, yeah. Is, there, is that a rule? Is that a, like a. 
I, I obviously it was after I after I done it. I figured it's, it out, but I didn't. Larry King seed rule. I I heard somebody else did it before me and got disqualified, but I I'm not sure who that was, and I didn't know about it at the time, or I probably wouldn't have did it myself. Gotcha. Well, that's that's got to be an emotional roller coaster going from a high to. When did you find out that you were being DQ'd? Right there on the front stretch. <laughs> oh, I got the horse track. Took the Congratulations, trophy. Larry! Took the trophy from me and gave it to the next guy. Wow. <laughs> Wow, that, that's uh, that. Uh, yeah. So, uh, what the, do you have a favorite track that you've run? I I always liked Millstream. That was my favorite. How disappointed were you when? Uh, how excited were you actually when it kind of came back a little bit there in the late two thousand? I like I I enjoy. It. We went down there, ran second one night. Uh, I thought I was going to win it, and Rusty passed me on the bottom. But uh, other than that, I mean, I ran I ran street stocks down there for like seven eight years. And had really good success. The track was, that's when we parked at the infield. Right. Oh, yeah. We'd stand on top of the van and get dizzy, we'll turn around watching. <laughs> well, uh, if you ever want to uh, become a promoter, maybe you could uh, give Greg a call. And Who owns it? Greg Rowe. Greg Rowe. Then we're yeah, just good. not, I'm no, not no, no, We're not going there. Is, it, is the track still, the, I mean. The track's still there, absolutely. Okay. How long ago was that since we raced there? Four or five years? I think four. 2012, right? No, it was, the, uh, I want to say 15 or 16. So, yeah, it's been, the hammers were running it, and it wasn't not related right. to me. Oh, but I want to say that was like maybe 16. It wasn't that long. It was a couple, it was a That'd year. That be four yeah. years, so. Yeah, that sounds about right. And, they, and yeah, it's a, yeah, yeah, my dad, my dad. Bringing actually, me down. My dad actually worked there. He would, uh, he was a guy that would, uh. I worked motion you on the track. Okay. okay, he worked at Fremont too. He would he would back when you had the cone on turn three in the back stretch. He'd mm -hmm. be the guy pulling the cone back in. The cone guy. They called <laughs> they called the cone guy at uh, Oakshade when they had that cone head. Yeah. Anyway, dope with uh, a rope. <laughs> yeah, all kinds of names. Don't don't hold on to the rope real hard because if somebody runs it over. It's yeah. gonna, it's going. Yeah, don't wrap it around your <laughs> yeah. hand. It's a bad idea. Yep. So what's uh, what's your plans uh, for this year? I know you mentioned something about retirement. Uh, is that something that's happened? Yeah, he. I'm pretty much focusing on him on the, the sprint car right now. But the car is still in the garage. Car's in the garage. If anybody's in, wanting to come buy it or look at it, it could be for sale. But twenty thirteen. I hate to give anything away, but. But if it doesn't sell and he doesn't have a weekend where he's well, that running, was the plan last year. We were going to try to race that car a couple of times, and uh, for some reason, with Junior, yeah, Junior was going to race it. We we're going to bring it up here to Oakshade. Uh huh. But uh, I think with the schedule, nothing ever came up. Okay. Or if it did come up, we were like, uh, finally got a day off. So when was the last time you actually uh, were in the late model racing? Fourteen, twenty fourteen, fifteen. No, Has it been that long? I think so. Did not realize that. Yeah. Well, of course, I didn't realize it was uh, Junior in the the car running that topless show mm -hmm. at that time. That was pretty cool. No, I know. What running uh, without the top on? Yeah, I did that. It was weird. I didn't like it. <laughs> That's just me. <laughs> so, any any plans to to run a race if the opportunity should come up? Yeah, would, maybe I wouldn't. Okay. I wouldn't uh, put it by by me, but. I'm just trying to keep him, trying to keep him going straight. And so he's your priority. Yep. He's the sprint car team right now. Yeah, I'm, is the I'm, I'm like the, the wrench guy now. Okay. <laughs> um, one last question for you before we uh, we get to uh, Junior here. Who do you have winning this year's Super Bowl? Cleveland Browns. 
The next year. I mean, that's next year. Oh, <laughs> next year Super Bowl. Well, you, you've well, lost I, that too. Beginning so. of the year, I would have picked the Browns. But. It's not a good pick. Chiefs. I'm a, I'm a Browns fan, but that's not a good pick. Hey, we, we are too, and when we found out the Browns were going to be so good this year, we were kind of disappointed because we usually make it to a Browns game like when they're about 2-8 and eight or something when we get in for 10, 12 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I but think the I, last I, Browns game was uh, their one win <laughs> when they went 1-15 a couple years ago. I got a friend who yeah. really likes the 49ers. Who's that? Chuck. Chuck. Oh, I like the, the, I like the Chiefs, but... I like the fact that the uh, Patriots aren't in it. Yeah, it's, it's going to be different, ain't it? Yeah. So, anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> moving on to to uh, junior here. Um, let's say I have actually covered some of my questions here already. Um, so, you guys got the sprint car, and so you get you guys are getting lots of help now with with the sprint car. Yeah, so a, a lot of help. A lot more help than he had with the late model. When when did you first uh, run the the sprint car? Was it uh, the end of eighteen? Yeah, it, it, end it, of eighteen. Yeah, at a call. And how'd you do? Not so good. <laughs> a lot you, you ran you ran the last race of Fremont too, I think, in it. Yeah, I went like three three or four races in it. How big of an adjustment uh, was it going from a go kart to running a couple races in a late model to going to a sprint car? It was a lot different. Um, in the late model, he had to push on the brakes to go. Turn sideways and keep it, keep going on the gas, or you keep it lifted up. Yeah, or push up the racetrack. I figured that out. Uh, um, Fremont, I took I oak shade. I adjusted to it and did decent in the B main. Then going to sprint car, it's a lot different because you're sitting straight up and like this. But how do you how, do? You drive it different. Uh, I mean, as far as you know, using the the gas yeah, and the brake. Yeah, um, you can't like, get off the gas too much, or you dump the car, and you have to ride the brake slowly. In the late model, you have to like stomp on the brakes a little bit, and like you can like lift and stuff. Late model more than you can with the sprint car. With the sprint car, have you learned? Have you learned to uh, trust the wing? That the the wing is going to keep you straight. Yeah, I, I've trusted that at the end of the year. They said to just go straight and don't lift. I I trusted that at Waynesfield um, in dry second or third. I tr- trusted it and it was fast. Set fifteenth or fourteenth quick. Yeah, he was fast at Waynesfield. In like a three sixty show, fastest three five there. Oh, was, it, right. was it scary the first time driving the sprint car? Yeah, because a couple of times come out of turn four, I was like going straight to the wall, <laughs> so I was kind of nervous, but. I'm guessing you feel a little bit more exposed in, in the sprint car than you would in, in the late model. Oh, yeah. If I got in the late model, I'd probably be a lot better than I was last time. But I feel so much more comfortable in this sprint car. How about upside down? Have you tried that yet? Yeah, I tried that a couple, two times, actually. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> he's got me tied now already. <laughs> Took me 15, 20 years to get two times, and he did it in one year. You know, the late models, with the attitude of the cars, they're going upside down a lot more. So Yeah, I, I noticed that last year. I seen a well, couple of flips watching oh, yeah. Attica. Well, all the tracks I raced at, the only place I flipped is Oak Shade, both on the front stretch. Both I don't them? remember the other one. I just remember the bad one. The other one wasn't too bad. No. He just flipped it upside down. Yeah, we, they pushed it back over, and we pushed, fixed it and went back out. Huh. So uh, what happened uh, when you got upside down? Each time, which one? Mm-hmm. Both of them. 
What happened the first, the first one? First one you ran the pole. Yeah, first one I started on the pole. Something about the king seat. Yeah, yeah. on the pole. <laughs> this is this it's is a cursed st- position. This is sounding, sounding repetitious. Hey, first lap too. Oh no! I went in the corner. Me and Sean running by by side, and I was too old on the straightaway because like my first time I was starting on the pole, so like I didn't know what to do. So I was like too old on the straightaway, and when I went in the corner. I cut the corner off too much, so I drifted up and hit his right wheel with my. Oh, left wheel, my right wheel, and jumped his left yeah, wheel. His right rear kind of jumped over his left rear, which... And it dug into the track and flipped. And it wasn't even bad. It was in front of the whole field. Yeah, it was in front the of the... start of the race. Yeah, that was, that was, that was a bad part. Yeah. Use up a wing? Oh, yeah. We used used up a white wheel mm, torsion. Yeah, bent the front torsion bar tubes. Bent oh, the torsion right. tubes. How scared were you when that happened? I wasn't too scared. I was... I was just scared of when I was upside down and looking to my left, and I see all these cars going around it's gotta me. It's got to be a little freaky. Yeah, and then I did what his advice was, take the sound off first. <laughs> all right, yeah, get, good get advice. Out, <laughs> so what happened the, the second time? Second time, um, I started in the pole. Again? <laughs> yeah, oh, first lap too. Yeah, it's a I'm pole. seeing a pattern here, yeah. Scott. <laughs> first lap. <laughs> so this was the 360 race I was fast at, and... um. Guy kind of just slid up and, and took his front front end out, going in the corner. So I, I failed side job. Mm-hmm. Where was this at? Waynesfield. Yeah, it was Waynesfield. three and four. Mm-hmm. And when I when he hit me, my car went to the right and got up on two wheels. I hit the wall. It was and, ugly. And yeah, I flipped, went it upside down, and he he. I was the first guy in the car. Yeah, he was the first guy. I was going to say, what what's going through your mind uh, watching? Well, I was standing there right there in turn four, right where they push him off, and he come around, and he, and I, you know, I've seen some bad sprint car wrecks, and I knew this one looked, looked was pretty ugly. Yeah, I hit the wall head on. Yeah, it, it was, was, it was. I was wide open too. I was fast too. That was we re- we flipped at Fremont on Saturday, and guy called and the car up. bent the front torsion bar, so we had another car, so we put. Shake it down. Took the motor out of that and everything, put it in this car. Went to Waynesfield. To shake it down. On Wednesday to shake it down because we had a show at Attica on Friday. Well, we destroyed that car and that wreck there on Wednesday. So I built two cars. Actually. No, yeah, I built two cars. And you, one you drunk, between you Saturday and Friday. So you guys are busy. It, it was 4th of July. I think the temperature was 99 <laughs> degrees out. And how much do you help out uh, working on the car? I do. I'm, I do most of it. Like he, <laughs> he helps a little bit, but he makes me. Like, do you tell him what to do? Sometimes I have to, but sometimes he has to tell me what to do. But like, I got to keep him involved. Gotcha. The only way you learn something is to do it yourself. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, so I saw this video on your uh, on your Facebook page where you're driving down the road and and you passed a cop oh. driving down the road in the sprint car, and you passed a cop. What was it? Who was behind the wheel? That, that'd be him. Okay. It's that'd be state route. What four twelve? Four twelve, yeah. Busy, busy state route. So what's the story with that? So we was going to start the sprint car up, down the, f- went down, started it up, kept it on, turned around. I was get still getting pushed. Then um, my dad seen the cops coming. We we seen them coming down. Yeah, we, me and a couple of buddies were staying in the driveway. They took the car down the road, turned it around, went to push it, started to drive it. He could drive it back. We were standing there, and it's kind of like a hill and. Here comes the sheriff right over the hill. Me and my buddy, we like we almost like turned around, went to hide. You know, <laughs> we thought there would be big trouble going on here. 
Yeah, but then they didn't stop. They no, didn't. no, we had them on. We had it on GoPro and everything. It got a lot of likes there, didn't it? Twenty point two or four like K views on that. Now, why'd you have the GoPro on it? Did you know you were going to capture no, a cop car? No, I, that was his first time ever. Starting. That was my first time ever like using a GoPro on a sprint car. I was just doing camera angles. Gotcha. See, we were working on the motor, and he was over playing the GoPro. Oh, well, that's important stuff. Yeah, yeah he was important. doing the stuff. It looked like the the wing wasn't on for that. No, no, no wing okay. on for that. I'm, I'm guessing the wing's probably going to mess with your camera angle a little. So mm. the officer had a pretty good sense of humor then. They, they, I think it was a, a she, and she went right on by like a she. She looked at uh, me. She must have thought it was a tractor or something. <laughs> kind of on the farm farm area. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this red tractor coming. At me. <laughs> well, I'm just, just, just going little, to plow the fields. It's just some little kid, no yeah. big deal. Yeah, it's 15 years old driving down the highway. <laughs> <laughs> Now, now we talked a little bit about your uh, your success in the go karts. How many years uh, did have you been doing that? You've been doing it since you were four, and you're fifteen now. Yeah. So you've been doing that over ten years. Yeah, like eleven years, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. And how how long do you uh, plan to continue doing that? I'm, I'm guessing you've cut back now that you're um, running the sprint car. A bunch of four time drivers told me to like focus on one thing because I know. They, they told me what happened when they tried to focus on two things. Let yeah, kind of like John well, Ivy. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Are they good 410 drivers? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would listen to them then. Yeah. Probably got good advice. Yeah. yeah they, they, they told me, like, cut back on the go-kart and other stuff. So last year we only raced, like, one or two, go, two go-kart races. We raced a 100 lap. Probably went 75 laps out of that. Mm-hmm. I went, like, 70 lap, 75 laps. Why don't you go 100? Uh... Go put the engine back, and the engine core doesn't now. So, we was on like fifth, six, out of like fifteen. So, okay. So, uh, plan? Are you gonna be doing any go kart races this year? We'll probably do a few. We got the go kart stuff though. That. We still, yeah, we get we got go kart, two go karts actually. Where 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 all do you run other than uh, Little Lee? Martinsville. Yeah, Martinsville. Okay. Uh, we we did uh, Columbus down there at the Hog Barn. We may, I don't know if we're going to do that again here coming up at the end of the month. End of February, I think it is. Need tires. Need tires. That's the thing. Go-karts, you need tires. <laughs> um, what other, uh, what all tracks did you get to this past year? You did Attica, with Fremont. With the sprint car. Yeah, with the sprint car. Sorry. Attica, Attica <laughs> Fremont, Lanesfield. That's about it. Do you, get, mm-hmm. do you uh, enjoy one uh, more than the other of those tracks? I, I guess you did pretty good at Waynesfield. Right? Waynesfield. I liked Waynesfield. It was Bad. I hear lots of good things about Wayne's we've, we've been hearing a lot about yeah. that, Scott. Yeah. No. It was it was fast. It was like wide open. I I came in after practice after qualified like fifteenth, like fast three or five there, and um, when I pulled in. I was like, I think it's too fast for me. Mm-hmm. And really? I, I didn't realize this, but uh, Dwayne Hancock just chimed in here. Uh, you were the Attica Fremont Championship Series three hundred five rookie of the year. Too. Yes. Yep. So you were running that series. Yeah. Where did you end up in the in the points for that one? Eleventh. No, that's Fremont. Fremont was like... I was AFCS, just, you were 11. No, AFCS, I was 15th or 14th. Okay. Still, that's pretty good for your first year yeah. in a sprint car. Yeah, I wish we could have done better if I didn't miss those two, one show and he jumped in it. But I think we could have been top 10 if we went like, no. in the one show. You mentioned that uh, that you had a football game. You, you play football? Yeah, I do play football. What position do you play? I play fullback and linebacker. So you do offense and defense. Yeah, both sides of the ball, Scott. <laughs> which which do you prefer? I like um hitting people. You like the defense. <laughs> I, I hit I hit both like on both sides though. Get the block, but I like if I know 
offense, I like catching the ball and running with it. Last year, I I ran the ball pretty, through the got, ran like probably like, hundred some yards and like three catches. So like I did pretty good in the offense. So you're a, you're a football star, race car driver. No not, baseball. All right, you got like. I'll, I'm not sure about that. I'm still debating on it. Yeah. Why so, not? Because <laughs> I don't know like when like baseball. Well, well baseball's during the summer. That might interfere with your with your racing. Yeah, that's why I'm like still like on the. I don't know yet. So. So do you have uh, the ladies beating down your door? You know, like it's just football, no, race car, superstar. No, I'm, I'm I'm trying to focus on racing. Oh. I know. see how you are. Couple, couple years ago I was. Like couple. last year I was. You were a ladies man? Yeah, but like this year I'm not so much because I want to try to focus on my race in this That's year. That's right. Ignore the ladies. <laughs> they, yep. They're just a distraction. Yes, they are. A race car is like a lady though a lot. I mean, you, it, they cost a lot of money and they can be a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. So just stick with the car though. It, <laughs> it's less disappointment. Yep. <laughs> Back to the sprint car. Back to the sprint car. Um... I saw early on you you had a cheat sheet in your pocket. Um, t- tell us about your sponsors. Oh um, yeah, I have Fionn's Moines Moines Construction. You can read it off your list. Though. I don't have mine. I don't. <laughs> it's on here. I don't want you to miss any. Don't forget yeah, Big D's Pizza. That's our main sponsor, Fireland Marine Construction. They do okay. uh, pile driving stuff on the lake shore. They help us out a lot. Yeah, I go full wheeling with them. On the weekends, and yeah, they're gonna. Well. They're they're paying for the wrap, the car to get wrapped mm-hmm. this year, and they buy tires and anything. We, I mean, they've been on it. If it's they've been helping a lot. Yeah, sponsors are good. There, yeah. There's more than one sponsor on oh, that. Oh, sheet, oh so yeah. Let's let's hear them. Start from um, the top again. Fireland's Marine Construction. <laughs> um, Homeless Parker Concrete, Megat Sandblaster and Peyton, Big D's Pizza, Parts and Concrete, North Coast Roofing. They North Coast helped me with car washes this year. They own a car wash and they give us a, a oh, that's a big deal. Card for yeah. every time after the race, we just <laughs> wash the trailer, the truck, the car. That's a good deal. Yeah. Wife's yeah. car, whatever. Bigly Tavlin, they give us beer and pizza too. Like no, Big D's. They give you pop. Yeah, <laughs> they give you beer. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> um, Sky Sky Pipeline Services will help out this year. They're out of Texas. Yeah. Um, A plus Auto Center, they'll buy me a race car suit this year. A plus Auto Center out of Fostoria, Ohio. Yep. Then new driver suit. New mm. driver suit. That's pretty that's, cool. That's impressive. I was, yeah, I was pretty glad. That was pretty neat sponsorship. Yeah, he put it on Facebook, so I texted him immediately. I seen like ten comments, and they were just commenting on it, so I just personally texted him because that's like. Well, he's been he's been it. walking around with Byron Reed. Uh, Byron Reed gave us a suit. Two years ago, right when we first started. Yeah, first started. And because we didn't have a suit, he had one, but it was kind of like it was but, mine. And it was no, it was Matt. It was Matt's. But it was big on him. A little so, big. Yeah. So I was like, he'll grow into big. it. He's been walking. I mean, it's a nice suit, but he's been like everybody thinks there's Byron Reed. And like it's like it's getting too small <laughs> in my stomach because I'm getting oh. a bit big. Oh, you ain't getting that big. Uh, then I want to thank for all the people that helped me this year: Bob Stuckey, Matt Cobble, um, Darren Maggett. Josh Meggett, Mark, and Alan. Lever. My dad. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, Team dad. Yeah. Kevin Willie. Chuck and Willie. Yeah. Chuck Hughes and Will Babb. Yeah, they helped me a lot this year. Yep. Those those two guys, Chuck and Willie, were the guys that helped me on the late model. I'm, I'm, and they tried to come up. For a long time. They tried to come up 
like the Ottawa Foster way. They try to come up to help him sometimes, and now he's much, he's been in this spoon cost stuff. How much of a of a learning curve, or was there any there? You know, starting to uh, to work on the uh, going. Going from working on the late model to working on a, a sprint car, um, was there a learning curve there? I'm still learning. I think. Still learning? Yeah. I think everything. I think everything is different. Yeah, there's no springs. Shocks are, you know, you got shocks, but okay. Yeah, you know, we're running torsion bars and and it put tons in quarter ton, half and you ton. Move the wheels in and out. And I race late models. We we was taught never to move the wheel in and out. I mean, back in the day, we'd move the wheel in and out, but in the newer late models, we Keep the wheel where it is. Move the and if you ball. space it out, you space it out maybe quarter or mm-hmm. half inch space or something. But, but we nothing drastic. Here we're going from seventeen to eighteen, yeah, eighteen 15, to, to sixteen. I mean, it's in and out. And yeah. All right then. So what are the plans uh, for for this year, this season? Oh, two one three oh fives at Attica and Fremont to hit maybe couple Waynesfield shows if they have them this year. Then um, whatever. Like what else? The racing three hundred fives, adequate rules. Gonna run for uh, points both tracks then. Yeah, I'm gonna run for points both tracks. Um, gonna run for AFC points again this year, and hopefully get like top ten or top five. Hopefully. I was gonna say you can't run for the rookie again no, this year. I, you already hope, got that. Hopefully I get. <laughs> hopefully I pick off a win this year and don't have bad luck starting on the pole. So uh, your next race uh, is uh, probably looking at the Attica opener, yep. March twentieth. It's it's March twentieth. Yep. You guys gonna be ready? I hope it rains. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, snow. I mean, snow. I mean, snow. Yeah. yeah, we we will be ready, but it's always, you know, rush, rush, rush. It seems like for guys that build a car in three days, having it before March twentieth shouldn't be a big deal. Yeah, I mean, the, I remember the late model days. I'd be working morning to night and thinking I'm never going to be ready for this opening because yeah. Attica always opened first, and that's where I always race. So I mean, you get her in and get her done, and you're ready. Well, so you have uh, until St. Patrick's Day. That should give you enough time to get the car ready. Yeah, I think we'll be good. <laughs> I think we'll be good, too. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I appreciate you guys coming in, uh, Larry Kingseed Sr. and Larry Kingseed Jr. Yep, thank you. You're mostly retired, helping uh, helping out Jr. here with yeah. the, the sprint car deal. So uh, that's a pretty cool deal. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to get him back in it this year. We were going to run Oakshade to the, the non-wing show the boss this year, show. but it rained out. And, and then when they rescheduled it, they rescheduled against a race we were racing because I don't think we were racing that day that it, the original schedule was on. Yeah, I wanted to try non-wing show, and it was on a circuit track like Oakshade is usually. So Same did you, car. Did you guys? Yeah, yep. did you guys go to the ball show up there. Yeah. yeah. Was it the direct? Okay. Was the track really kind of kind of worked there? So I kind of had. Yeah, was the track dry and slick like they said it was going to be, or. It, it was a little choppy. A couple of the guys complained, but it was pretty decent. By racing, and large, the, the racing was great. The fans loved it. But most um, of the drivers, I think, loved it too. It yeah. Was, later in the season, though, I think that something got figured out with the track. It was after the boss thing where mm-hmm. there was a lot of a lot more tackiness to it. Yep. The they they found something in the the track. The last probably five, maybe even six shows. I want to say like from was, the end of August was very yeah. good. So, but that, the boss show, I think, was rescheduled that first week or second weekend in uh, August. So, I don't yeah. Know. But uh, they're coming back this year. I don't remember the date off the top of my head, but uh, maybe it'd be, not, to, it'd be cool to see you out there. If yeah, it doesn't I have to look with, for. I have to look for that. Okay, we'll have to figure that out. So, but uh, anyways, good luck on everything you do. Good yep, luck thank on you. Uh, the points there at Attica, Fremont, and the AFCS deal.
Thank and you. And I appreciate you bringing in Big D's Pizza. Yeah, thanks for having yeah. us up here. Yeah, thanks, Dean, again. <laughs> hey, uh, thanks, Dean. Dean. Yeah, thanks, Dean. <laughs> We're not quite done. Just a couple things to do here uh, before we wrap things up. We all love the low country lifestyle, which is why we should do our best to protect it. To get insurance that helps you protect your home from whatever the low country throws at you, contact C.T. Lowndes & Company today. Their local agents can review your coverage to help make sure you're properly protected. C.T. Lowndes & Company has been helping protect and insuring the low country since 1850. Visit ctlowndes.com to learn more and request a quote. That's C-T-L-O-W-N-D-E-S dot com. Uh, last week's How Many, it's time to play How Many, where you could win your very own Big D's Pizza. Like John Young did. And yeah. I think he won four of them and went there and collected uh, this past weekend. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's good. It's good pizza. We can attest to that now. Now we can endorse it. Yeah, now oh, absolutely. Uh, last week's how many was, uh, how many laps will the winning car finish in the Rolex uh, 24 this past weekend? The 24 hours, yeah. The 24-hour race, yeah. And, of course, it was the record uh, 833 laps were completed. So the winner in the studio, because we have two separate winners, a winner online and a winner in the studio. Was yeah, who was the winner in the studio, Scott? Ron Miller! Wow, <laughs> imagine that! You guessed 798. <laughs> so uh, you were the closest in the studio. Online, Dean Henry had guessed 825. So he Ooh. was actually the overall closest, but he says he can't win because he gives away the pizza. So uh, I went to the next closest, which was John Brooks, this week's winner. He guessed 799. All right. I was going to go on there and guess 820. So you would have got, well, you get free pizza anyways. Yeah. (laughs) So this week's how many? If you want to win a uh, free pizza courtesy of Big D's Pizza out there in Clyde, uh, all you have to do is uh, make sure you're on our Facebook uh, live video comments. If you're listening to us on iHeartRadio and it's not live, you can still get in on this as long as it's before uh, Sunday night. Uh, just leave a comment. Just find a find it on Facebook and and leave your comments with your guess. And the number for this week, is how many, is total number of points at the Super Bowl. Did you see my notes? No, I'm a clairvoyant, <laughs> Scott. How many total points will be scored in the Super Bowl on Sunday? Yeah, yeah. Ooh, Thanks for okay. stealing my thunder. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> so uh, we'll let our our guests uh, guess. First. Yeah. Where's my pen that doesn't work? Here we go. So, uh, you can go first. I, I'm not sure. How many total points? I'd say uh, 57 total points. 57? That's not a bad guess. Total? Like, total? That's both teams. That's both, both, teams. both teams combined. So it was 21 to. Can I use 13. my phone? I'm going to use my phone. Can, no, we don't have phone. phone a friend. That is not an option in this. <laughs> 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 All right, we'll, we'll come gotta, back to you. He's got to get his calculator out. What, what do you got? 57? 57. Well, he said oh, he 57. Oh, okay. That was a good number, wasn't it? I know. <laughs> 58. 58? Okay. Kathy's got 58. Are it's you like ready? Price is right, huh? Yeah. Well, you can go over, though. It's whoever's oh, closest. He had my number. So I'll go. You better go 59. I'm, I'm going 60. 60? <laughs> All right. Wait, how much did you pick? 57? Yeah. I'm going to do another, three more points. Should we go? Okay. 60. It's good. From what I hear, it could be a, a, a shootout. High scoring game. Yeah, high scoring game. What do you, what do you got, Ron? And not that I follow any of these teams, really. Do 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 do. You had all this time. 60, 62. 62? Wow. Safety. Going up higher. See, there, there was a time when Cleveland played, I always counted by threes, because oh, yeah. Phil Dawson. Oh, yeah. 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 It's probably safe. <laughs> Do I get to guess? Yeah, you want to play since I, yeah, Robin, my crew chief, is here, so we're... I might as well play, too. 
What, what's your guess? The amazing 36. crew chief, Miss Robin. What? 36. 30. Wow, it's going to be a low-scoring game for you. <laughs> it's either going to be top-notch or be okay. a dud. That's what they said this morning. Uh, I'll go with... really up there or really down? I'm going to go with uh, 56 points then. Oh. We're, all, we're pretty close right there then. Yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be a lot of points. So, so? Uh, Again, if you want to play along online, just leave your comment in uh, the Facebook Live comments. Uh, whoever guesses, if it's... There's two people that guess the same number. Whoever guessed it first will get credit. And uh, you can only guess once, so your first guess is, is, is the one that's going to count. So make it count. <laughs> and you can, uh, like I said, you don't have to be listening to us live on Thursday night. Uh, you can uh, put your guess in anytime before, we'll say about 6. Exactly. Super Bowl starts, I think, 6.30. So so what if somebody edits their point, their post? Would you know that? It, I think it tells you. I think. Uh, oh, it would say edited. I don't think you can edit a reply. I think, I think you can well, yes, edit you can. it. You can edit it. It I tells you last time I edited. Yeah, yeah it, it says edited. Yeah. So, okay. If you edit it, I'm going to just disqualify. You, you're out. <laughs> you're getting DQ'd for doing donuts on the horse track. <laughs> That's it. You're out. Uh, upcoming races, of course, uh, the ARCA race down. Well, the, we got the Lucas Oil Series uh, kicking off tomorrow. We got the All-Stars on Wednesday. Uh, around here, we're not going to get any racing until March, March 20th. Attica Raceway Park has their season opener scheduled with the uh, 410 Sprints, UMP Late Miles, and the 305s. Yep. So uh, that's where you can catch uh, Larry Kingsey Jr. in the uh, 21 305 Sprint Car. Yep. And uh, that's it for this week's show. Really? Yeah, that's it. I think that's... Uh, on to number 118, then. Well, number 118 next week, uh, February 6th, and uh, I don't have anything planned yet for that. Really? If anybody else has pizza they want to bring in, <laughs> hit me up. Uh, yeah. Scott Hammer at iHeartMedia.com. Shoot me an email. We'll, we'll work things out. Wasn't Chris going to be on next week? Oh, that's right. Chris Garrett. You're right. I forgot uh, about that. Chris Garrett from Butler uh, will be our guest uh, next yep, week. We'll be I talking, we'll be talking, we'll to him talking on the phone. about the wall falling down and, and their big plans for 2020. Yeah, they got uh, some, some new events, including uh, Summer Nationals. Yeah, date. that's a big deal. Midweek date, too. So, yeah, we'll be talking to Chris. I forget. Well, yeah, man. See? I'm glad I can't. I have you here. That's uh, next week's show. Uh, yeah. 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 So that's going to do it for, for us. It's time to go. Come on, Scott. Yeah. Thanks again to Larry Kingseed. Larry Kingseed Jr. Thank you. Ron Miller. Scott Kathy, Hammer. Robin. Big D's Pizza for the pizza. Oh, man. Anytime you want to have uh, a Big D's Pizza in the studio. Just don't tell our engineers, and uh, we'd be more than happy to have So, again, don't forget to uh, listen to us on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Google, or every Thursday night, 7 o'clock, live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Periscope. And and wherever you listen to us, make sure you like us. Even if you don't like us, just click the like (laughs) Like us. Doesn't mean you actually have to like us. So, yeah, we're out. We'll see you next week. See ya. See ya. Bye to the Hammer Down Racing Report from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio. Listen on demand on iHeartRadio. I'm Bruce Martin, host of Pit Pass Indy. Each week, I go behind the scenes of the NTT IndyCar Series and introduce our listeners to the biggest stars of IndyCar, which features the Indianapolis 500 as its cornerstone event. The men and women that compete in IndyCar may be the bravest athletes in all of sport as danger lurks around every corner. 
they were able to look danger in the eye without flinching. That is why the NTT IndyCar Series features the best racing on the planet. Join me every week as we talk to the stars of IndyCar, including the legends of the Indianapolis 500 on Pit Pass Indy from Evergreen Podcast. 